Hello, my fellow sovereigns. Oh, it is good to be back in the studio with you today. I mean, I know you're not here with me, but I feel you with me, and it is such an honor. I am like pulling from this past six, seven, nope, eight weeks of travel <laughs> now where I have gone to conferences, spoken at conferences, gave a coronation at a conference. It has been a whirlwind of nationwide travel that has been such a joy and such an energetic up-leveling because I definitely had to restructure things in my family life in order to make sure that it everything was going smoothly and I learned very quickly that my youngest son does not like me being away. I mean, what, what child likes their, their mom being away anyways, but if I am away on a trip of any kind, the next day or two, I have to dedicate to my children. Like it is not even an option. Like they are so clingy. They are so in need of my attention after that time of being gone that I really deeply dedicate and care for that time to rebalance, even though, you know, I don't believe in balance, but to rebalance for lack of a better word, the the paradigm of connection and making sure that they feel so loved and supported in my in my absence and when I get back and that they know mommy always comes home. One of my favorite experiences was when I was giving the coronation at the Dames with precious Pitchmaster Williams. And if you don't know who she is, I'm going to put her links to follow her and how amazing she is in the comments below. It was such an honor to share the stage with her. She joked, she's like, I'm a full figure diva. And I was like, I'm a fun size mama. And so together we were coming together in full force to make sure that these dames, which is a, an amazing group of six, seven, eight figure businesswomen that I've been blessed to be a part of for the past three years, these women just left this fun friends because it's called a fun friends. It's not called a conference that they left with an incredible experience of embodying the queen from within. Because when I was asked to do this coronation, I was told like, I don't just want by the founder, Megan Condra. She's like, I don't just want this to be like another seminar, another, like, here's your five step to do's. She's like, I want, this to be embodiment and she's like you know how to do that and she just trusted me like she literally was like here is the entire conference of people that have entrusted me with with their time and money and coming to this conference and you just go for it do what you want to do precious and i met once online once in person before the fun friends we i sent her an outline of what we were going to do she was like i'm going to follow your lead queen let's go and we did it and i mean it was such an honor because if you know Precious, and you will because you're going to follow her because she's amazing, um, that she is a full, just amazing, she commands her presence. And to for someone to see that I could hold the stage with her as two sister queens together united as a, for, as, as, as a front for, for women taking command and taking back our power oh my gosh, that was the biggest honor. And it was so beautiful that as I was with Precious, I was meditating and thinking about what does it mean to treat things with preciousness? So a you, get, you know I get nerdy on language, so I'm going to read to you the definition of precious because it's amazing. And mind you, now I am talking about the word, not the person. So precious is an adjective 
It means an object, substance, or resource of great value, not to be wasted or treated carelessly, precious works of art, greatly loved or treasured by someone, or used for emphasis, and sometimes in an ironic content, uh, sometimes in an ironic context. And then as a noun, it's used as a term to address a beloved person. So it's a perfect name for precious. And it got me thinking about preciousness in our businesses and in our lives when we start to treat things with a level of preciousness. Because I see preciousness in two ways. In one, I see it in the manifestation principle of reverence. Now, in order to create and manifest anything in this world, you need two th you need three things. You need to be specific as far as what it is that you want. You need to be courageous to take the bold action to go for it. It's not just about the vibration of, you know, being in the vibration of courage. Like the vibration of courage is an active vibration. You have to move forward and do the scary action. Send the email, call the client back have that courageous conversation hold the boundary like you have to take that courageous step and then the third is there has to be a reverence along with the fourth which i didn't mention um, there has to be an underlying basis of positivity so but the reverence piece is the one that i see is regularly missed is having this reverence or having a reverence or a preciousness for what it is that you're doing and that reverence is what is a through line that carries forth and beyond into a space of the spiritual realm. It takes the work that you're doing and it is bringing honor to it. It is, I mean, think of this in terms of the queen metaphor, right? So a queen has reverence for her duty because it is her responsibility to put that forth into the world. And so this was something that I talked about with Precious on stage at the coronation of a queen is born with the expectation that she's gonna rule. And there is a level of honor and respect and duty and reverence for that role that is cultivated not only by herself, but also by the people and leaders around her and by the environment. And there's a reverence for the role of queen. That's why even in the anointing ceremony of the queen, it is hidden because that is the most reverent portion of the ceremony, whether it's the queen or the recent coronation of the king, like that ceremony is where it is believed that she is anointed or he is anointed with the holy oil that binds them with the divine to be guided by God's source universe's holy wish like that that is a level of reverence that takes place now imagine if you infuse that into that which you want to create oh my gosh like if you treated the work that you're creating as a holy work of art whether it's your book or your business or your super sexy sales strategy or your systems that you're building for your for your team if you supported that with a level of reverence and preciousness for what it is that you're doing, treating it like a work of art, like something that is precious. Now, I said I see preciousness as twofold. So the other part that I see that gets conflated in preciousness is when we come at treating a project, a business, uh, something that we're working on with pride. 
with overt hyperattention to the details. Now, there can be overt hyperattention to the details in a positive way, which is very true of, like, you look at the top CEOs of the world, and they had an incredible knack for details. I mean, if you study Steve Jobs, he was very clear. Like, there was a whole discussion around the decision to make the edges of the Mac laptop or the Mac computer rounded, not square. It was a whole thing, like a precious, that, that is a precious detail that I actually quite frankly appreciate because I'm not scratching myself on the corner of a computer. And looking at where in your life are you treating your, or where in your life or in your business are you treating something with such preciousness that you are refusing to release it? to let it serve others because that is the difference between the reverence that comes from the highly ordained service where it's like okay I'm gonna I am in this role of queen this is my job I have reverence for this title I have reverence for the business that I'm building for the empire that I'm creating because it is serving others because it is a reverence to service versus a preciousness where you are holding tightly to that thing and not releasing it so that it doesn't serve anyone. Because if you're not getting it out of you or having it move through you, it is serving no one. And in fact, it is keeping you stifled and stuck. And that is when pride starts to create preciousness and it builds up into perfectionism. And it creates more resistance and it builds up a wall and it blockades you from actually serving you. Sir, and it blockades you from actually serving others. It's like that ruler. Like you, I, I mean, if you have studied any form of history of any monarchs or any um, governmental leaders who kind of build up a wall of protection around themselves, and they don't, they're, they're just the dictators. They build up a wall, and it's everything's precious about them, but nothing is really for the service of the people. And that is where we have to look at where are we being precious in a positive way, treating what we're creating as reverend, as something that's going to be a service, that something is divinely called forth from us, through us. One of my favorite quotes is from Joan of Arc. And she says, and it's her quotes are so well known because her trial was so deeply documented. And so what she said was very well known. And she said, I have no fear. I was born to do this. And she took this calling from within, from the angels that she heard, and she marched into battle and stripped herself of her female sort of style and put on battle armor and led troops into victory. And, I mean, that's war. <laughs> that is war that she was leading people into. And she had courage and reverence for what it, for the calling that was called forth from her. And I believe that every creation that we have is called forth. We are called to create those ideas that are, we are blessed with. One of my favorite books is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And in it, she talks about an idea of the kind of, it touches people's lives, but if they don't do anything with it, it floats onto somebody else. And it's like, have you ever had those experiences where you're like, I had that idea like 30 years ago, and then you see it on Shark Tank. And believe me, I have heard that one too many a time from way too many entrepreneurs who are, have really, really good hearts 
and they just didn't follow through with those things that they that were called forth in their hearts to create and whether it was fear or scarcity or doubt or imposter syndrome which all basically translate into one the one and only fear then that is where we get stuck where we don't trust our own calling where we treat that that thing with maybe preciousness like maybe if you and i've seen this way too many times if you get stuck in your research rabbit hole oh i'm, I'm gonna release my i'm gonna start my business if i just you know i'm oh i'm still writing my book believe me i had this excuse <laughs> It is no longer there. The book is being written. You just wait. 2024 is a year of the books. And yes, I said it was plural. Hold on to your hats. Because it's with that preciousness that we take every word super precious. And we take every piece of content as super precious. And we're so scared that it creates this level of perfectionism within us that no longer treats preciousness with reverence but it treats it with pride and ego and causes us to hold on and lock down and lock ourselves in that castle tower surrounded by our creation that's not serving anyone because we're not releasing it and so it is with this day that let this and so on this day, I challenge you to let this be the day that you purge the precious perfectionism with, from your work, from your creations, from your business, from your life, and you start treating everything in your life that you are creating, everything. I mean, from your eggs at breakfast, to your cup of tea, to your children, to the relationship that you have with your partner, to the relationships that you have with your business and your clients and your team. Treat all of that with a level of precious reverence and watch how your business will transform. I think reverence is a whole like level deeper than gratitude. Gratitude, because we can have our gratitude list and it keeps it all surface and it's like, hey, I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for my house and I'm grateful for my family. But feel into the difference when you have reverence for the wholeness that is in the spaces that you're walking into. For the creation that is being birthed through you, for the divine ideas that you have been blessed with. Not any other people have not been blessed with them yet because you still have time to take action. You just got to choose to take action. And so let this be the day that you purge the preciousness of perfectionism from your work and you start to cultivate that precious reverence for every single thing that you are doing and honoring those acts because it is from that space that you embody a queen or a king and you claim that sovereignty of the power of your manifesticles 
as we say at our house, yes, manifesticles. We swing them large. Like, <laughs> yes, that's actually what we call them. I have boys. It, it works. That you swing your manifesticles and that you honor that you are inseminating. Oh, yeah, we're using all the references here. That you are inseminating your dream with reverence and a preciousness for that which was given to you. Because that which was given to you can be taken away if we don't honor it, if we don't use it, if we don't cherish it. So keep honoring, keep cherishing, keep putting preciousness in the form of reverence into all that you do. And more of that will come. If you love this episode, if you felt it served, if you felt called forth, then definitely take a screenshot of it and share it with me on Instagram, tag at crownyourself.now. And I love seeing your screenshots and your breakthroughs and your ahas and your reviews. And please, please, please do me the biggest, grandest favor and just share it with one person because that act of kindness not only benefits me and the listenership and the growth of this podcast, but it also brings you some sweet, good karma and it also benefits the other person. This is how we start to lead and lift each other up because that is how a rising tide lifts all boats. I have the utmost reverence for you and I'm so grateful that you have listened this far and are a continued loyal listener. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. I am honored to be here with you on our sovereign journey. As always, own your throne, mind your business, because your reign is now. <laughs>